Welcome to the All That Jazz podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Jervis, seven-figure business coach, marketing and mindset maven, and network marketing mentor. I'm here to help female entrepreneurs just like you create unwavering belief and unstoppable results in your business. You're absolutely in the right place if you are ready to replace hustle with flow and sustainability and lead with impact, value, and strategy. I left my corporate career as a lawyer within 18 months of starting my business and in 2020 skyrocketed our company revenue from 400k to 1 million in sales using authentic marketing strategies and strategic scaling. More importantly, I've helped countless entrepreneurs and network marketers to create abundant businesses that also align with their values. Inside the All That Jazz podcast, I take you behind the scenes of what it takes to strategically scale your business. From mindset to strategy, energetics to affirmations, if you're ready to create unstoppable results in your business, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to the All That Jazz podcast. I am so excited to be with you today for a solo episode. And I'm here to riff on something. We should be short and sweet, but I'm here to riff on content. So I get asked all the time by clients, in my DMs, through my conversations with you, our incredible podcast listeners, how do you do it? How do you create all of the content that you create for so many different platforms. Do you have a social media manager? Does a copywriter write all of your content? What about your graphics? What about this? What about that? So many questions about content. And especially for those that have been following for a while, it is true. I I do create a lot of content. And even before I had a team who, by the way, do not write my social media content. I have so much help with scheduling and putting things together. Absolutely. My team is phenomenal. But even before I had that, I've always consistently created content. I have done so since the beginning of my business. And so in today's episode, I'm answering how do I actually create so much content consistently? How have I consistently shown up online, created high quality content, not a whole lot of fluff with me. If you've been following for a while, you probably know that to be true as well. Lots of really kind of powerful transformational transmissions behind the scenes, content that might be, I guess, considered unconventional, maybe a little bit triggering, all of the things, right? And the answer to this question is probably something that will surprise you perhaps, or maybe because you've been around for so long, you're like, nothing surprises me, Jazz. (laughs) It's got nothing to do with a fancy content strategy, nothing to do with a repurposing strategy, although we do repurpose content in my business. And I love doing this because work harder, not smarter, y'all. But it's got nothing to do with having this like crazy content creation strategy that is super innovative, that nobody else knows how to do. It's got nothing to do with that. In fact, the answer is pretty simple. If you think the way that I think, you can create the way that I create. It really comes down 
to how we choose to think about the content creation process. It's so connected to this bigness conversation that I've been having with clients, with you on social media around taking up space, right? Around valuing our space in this world, right? Valuing ourselves as entrepreneurs, valuing ourselves as women, right? It's all connected. It's all connected. Like when I was reverse engineering this question that has been consistently asked, but just more so over the past couple of couple of weeks, I guess two to four weeks, which has also been when my content has massively shifted online. Because again, this conversation around bigness, taking up space, right? Claiming space is all about peeling back the layers of the onion. Each time this has happened for me, my energy has shifted, right? Each time I've realized and noticed areas where I've been playing small, where I haven't been claiming my bigness, I clear that away. I peel back that layer of the onion and I show up in a more bold, fierce way. And so this has happened in in the past month and so many of you have noticed, which is beautiful of you. Thank you. And part of that conversation has been around the content creation process. And when I've been sitting with this question and kind of reverse engineering what my process looks like, it's not about a fancy content strategy. I I don't have a specific kind of content strategy. I share about four key areas, which is my SAS acronym. So strategy, attitude, support, and scale. They're kind of four areas that I see as being pivotal in any business. So I do share about things that are, you know, coming up for me, coming up for my clients. I obviously share about you know, content that is related to upcoming programs that we're launching, you know, that that high level strategy. But day to day, like I am just riffing, right? I'm riffing day to day. I don't plan my content in advance. I know when when we're launching, but I pretty much go day to day because for me, this is about valuing my thoughts, valuing my ideas, valuing the content of my own brain and taking action from that place. Let's expand on this a little bit more. Well, if it's useful to me, I trust that it would be useful for other people. If I find this interesting, I trust that it would be interesting for other people too. If this would have been helpful to me a year ago, six months ago, yesterday, today, I trust that it would be helpful to someone in my audience, right? They're the kinds of thoughts that I have around ideas and creation, and content, right? So many people say to me, I just want to build a business where I'm not online. And look, I don't think that social media is the only way to grow your business. Absolutely not. Having a solid marketing strategy is not just about social media. If you've been in my world a while, you know I love email marketing as an example. But I also think that you're kind of crazy to not be leveraging social media in this day and age. And I also disagree that social media can't be fun and original and inspirational and and packed full of value. Sure, it's a highlight reel. Sure, it can be triggering at times, but only if you spend all fucking day scrolling, right? Instead of using it for fun, originality, inspiration, value. So if you want social media to feel fun, to be original, to be inspirational, to be value-packed, then you need to bring that shit to the table, right? Like attracts like. 
Stop waiting for other people to create good shit that you can then feel inspired and create off that, right? Rather than having an idea and thinking, well, that's already been said, so I don't need to add to the noise. Or actually, nobody has said this before. This idea that's just popped in, I I don't feel like I've consumed this type of content before. I don't feel like I've seen someone say this before. That, That means it must be a shit idea, right? That means I must be crazy. I'm sure you've done that before. I've done that before. Whereas when I really started to shift my way of thinking about my way of thinking effectively, like about my ideas, I started to take more action. I started to write more content, right? I think of an idea and I immediately write it down or record a voice note. Now, this doesn't mean that all of my ideas end up in an email or a social media post, but a big portion do, right? And I get to capture a lot of my ideas, right? Aside from when I'm training, like triathlon training, and I train without music, so I don't take my phone on runs. I don't consume anything when I'm doing a two-hour ride, although, yes, that's kind of batshit crazy, but really good for race day. That's the only time when I have ideas and I have to try and remember them because I can't write them down anywhere. I have considered actually hiding notebooks in the bushes (laughs) along the path where I run. A husband thinks I'm fucking crazy, but I feel like it's a good idea. So come and let me know on Instagram if you feel like that's a great idea or if you have any other thoughts or hacks for how I can, oh, maybe I can take a pen and write it on my arm. Anyway, I just had that idea. But come and let me know if you have any ideas for this. But aside from that, I write everything down or I I record a voice note, right? And not all of the ideas are kind of actioned. Some of them, you know, I let them marinate. I improve them. I tweak them. But the the key point here is that my mind doesn't automatically reject it in first instance. Does that make sense? It's not that I think that I have better ideas than other people, but I do trust that my ideas are valuable to you and valuable to my audience and life-changing and transformational, right? I have a really high opinion, not in this like arrogant way. I just, I trust myself. I trust myself to deliver a powerful transmission. And I trust every single time I create that there is someone that needs that transmission. I am momentarily interrupting this podcast episode to let you know about something that I am so freaking excited about. And it is unstoppable. This is for the woman who is ready to rise, but needs everything to be just right before that can happen. You know what you want. You've got the big vision. You're passionate. You're creative. You're hardworking. You know you've got greatness in you. You know there's something missing in your life, but there's been something also holding you back from taking action. No matter what you do, you just can't seem to make the kind of progress in your life that you were looking for. Maybe you've got vision boards galore. Maybe you've listened to thousands of mindset podcasts, self-help books, whatever it is. Maybe you've been pushing really hard and pressing the universe for help on this, but nothing seems to be shifting. But what I want to share with you is that sometimes it's much easier than you think to create a life that you're really, really wildly obsessed with in every area, your work, relationships, fitness, health, whatever it is. And it's not through some secret squirrel proven three-step magic process, you know, magical daily journal prompts, or just 
positive thinking. All great things, but they're not going to work on their own. Unstoppable, this program is about how you can really pivot out of stuckness, fear, anxiety, stuckness, to start to create the epic results in all areas of your life on repeat, not just like the flukes, the one-offs and the random wins. I'm going to be sharing with you what I do in my own life. I'm going to be showing you exactly exactly the tools that I implement to have created a life that I am wildly obsessed with. So Unstoppable is a five-week live mentoring experience that is going to show you how to collapse time, embody the future you, and manifest a life you're obsessed with right now. You can go to the show notes to check out all of the details. There is pay in full options, payment plan options. It is going to be so freaking juicy. This is a live program, energetic guidance, coaching, recorded meditations. Oh my gosh, it's going to be phenomenal. So check out the show notes. Cannot wait for you to join us. Isn't the age old saying like the more you do the thing you want to get better at, the better you become, right? Like if you want to get better at creating content, then practice creating content. If you want to get better at trusting your own ideas and your own thinking, then start trusting your own ideas and your own thinking. I know that the more I value my own ideas and take action to note them down, the more ideas I continue to have. It's like a beautiful cycle. And let's be honest, you don't actually believe that you're going to run out of ideas, do you? No? Good. So start getting them out there. Start noting them down. Start transmitting them, right? I know so many incredible, intelligent, witty entrepreneurs who simply don't put their message out there in that way. Their ideas are probably way fucking better than mine, right? And look, it's not even about that. It's not about whose idea is better, who said it first, whose was a stronger transmission, right? It's not about that. It's about who is willing to trust themselves enough to deliver that fucking great transmission, whether someone has said it before or not, who gives a fuck, right? I just decide there is good shit that comes out of my brain. There is good ideas that come out of my brain. I am creative. I trust myself. I let my brain go on random tangents, right? I create space in my life for me to have ideas because I value it so much. I value, at the end of the day, my whole business was built off my brain and my ideas. The same as yours. Any business, any business has been built from someone's thought, from someone's thought process, from someone's creativity, from someone's creations. So why are we not valuing that process? Why do we not speak highly of this process? I create space in my life for me to have ideas. Time when I'm not consuming, time when I'm just reflecting, walks outside without any technology, no podcast in my ears, just me. I take time and space to sit. I try new things to spark creativity. Hobbies. I move my body. One of the best ways to get your creative juices flowing is to move. I try not to overconsume, but I also love to find inspiration through other people too. 
And as I said before, I get lots of ideas, but I don't implement everything, but I still write it all down. I write it all down and I ask myself, what is the most useful piece of content, the most useful thought, the most useful thought, idea, concept that is written down here for my audience? And I go from there. And as I said before, some ideas are left there unactioned, some marinate and turn into something different, but it all gets written down. And I just decide, I decide that my ideas are good. I decide that they should be shared with you. I decide that these thoughts are so valuable that if I packaged them up and sold them, they'd be really, really expensive, right? They'd be really, really valuable. People would pay a lot of dollars for this and I get to give it away for free. Isn't that such an awesome thought process to be in? And you know what the key part of all this is? I decided to believe this before I had any proof that this was true. Nobody told me to believe that my ideas were good. Nobody told me to do that. Sometimes my posts had no likes or comments. Sometimes things that I post now with thousands of followers aren't highly engaged with, but that's okay because I trust that someone needed to read that idea, to read that thought and impacting one person with that transmission is worth it to me. And so the cycle continues. I keep trusting myself. I keep having ideas. I keep writing it down. I keep delivering it to you. That's it. It's really as simple as that. Having a high opinion of your brain, of your ideas, of your creativity, of your thought process. If you don't believe this, if you don't have this belief, you're always going to find it hard to create content. No matter how much ideal client research you've done, no matter how much help you have in your business, whether you have a social media manager, a virtual assistant, whatever, blah, blah, blah. If you don't have the belief that your ideas are worth something, right? If you don't have high opinions of your ideas and your creativity and your thoughts and your brain in general, it doesn't matter how many people you have helping you or how much client avatar interviews you've done. None of it will matter. You've got to believe this. You've got to believe in your brain. (laughs) And look, if you don't like the phrase content creation either, if that kind of makes you shudder, then now that you have this different perspective of what content creation actually is, right? That it's just simply having a thought, placing a high value on it, writing it down and delivering it. Then you can start to reframe the way you think and act when it comes to content, right? You can start to have thoughts like, okay, I love thinking of things. I love the feeling. Like I know that you've had this feeling before when you're like, holy shit, this is a great idea. Or this is a great way to deliver an Instagram story. Or this is a great IGTV idea or whatever, right? That feeling of being like, holy shit, this is awesome. You've had that, right? But you don't choose to have that thought for every idea you have, do you? Because remember, I don't have better ideas. I just have more practice thinking in this way, thinking that my ideas are really great and valuable. So I remind myself all the time when it comes to content creation, I I don't kind of think of it as content creation. I think of it as, oh, I love riffing on something that has just landed with me. I love having thoughts. I love being creative. I love having these downloads where I'm like, oh, someone get me a pen and paper. I love thinking. I love ideas. You know, that's how I think about content. 
It's not, oh, let me schedule three hours of time out to think of some ideas and write some content. Like, of course, you're not going to feel excited about content if that's how you think about it. The thing that I do want to leave you with, though, as well, is that this isn't always like this, right? Like, sometimes I do feel a bit stuck or I don't, you know, feel particularly motivated. You know, I I just, I'm just having, you know, a moment, right? That's okay. It's life. We're all going to have it. Doesn't mean I'm going to run out of useful shit. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to think again. It doesn't mean that I'm going to run out of good shit in my brain. (laughs) So when these days happen, which they happen, I just coach myself and then bang, life goes on. You know, like I said, the best way to be better at trusting your own ideas and trusting your own thoughts is to practice it, right? Have the thought, write it down, deliver it. Have the thought, write it down, deliver it. When you start to practice this, honestly, this will be the fastest task that you do in your business by far, right? But one thing's always stuck with me in my business and, and it's this, it's it, when I first hired a mentor, when I started my business, I said to her, I just want to get to this point in my business where I can just hire a copywriter and not have to write shit ever again. And she was like, Jazz, like if you want to be the entrepreneur that you want to be, if you want to have the multi-million dollar company, which is the vision that you have for your business, you've got to learn to write. You've got to learn to transmit ideas. And it's stuck with me ever since. And I've worked on this process almost four years since I started my business. And when I reverse engineered this process, what I really discovered is that it's not about the content strategy. It's not about the pretty graphics. It's about the fact that I trust myself and my ideas so deeply to give them to you, to give them to you consistently, to give them to you consistently for free. And that is how you really become a content creating machine. That is how you do it. It's as simple as that. Okay. I think I'm done riffing. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please come and let me know how this has landed for you over on the gram at jazzjervis underscore. And if you've loved this episode and you feel like it's just been so impactful, please, I would love it if you could leave us a five-star review. I really like rarely ask about this at the end of podcast episodes. And my team sometimes is like, Jazz, have you ever asked your beautiful podcast listeners to leave a review? And I'm like, hmm, that's a good question. Probs not. So if you would be so kind to take a few minutes to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be absolutely amazing. I have loved spending this solo episode with you. I've loved hanging out. So please don't be a stranger. Come and reach out to me on the gram and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Mwah.